guess how common guess where dj ranks among men i think among american men for names uh top 100 what brunch hit it boys It's Wednesday, and April Fool's Day has just begun. Oh, yeah. What do you think? It's April. Let's be the people that like April Fool's Day jokes and think that they're really funny. (laughs) And every time we see one, we're like, oh, got him. How did I know? How did I not know? That's the good stuff. Right. Oh, (laughs) man. What a I forget who said it, but somebody on Twitter was like, April Fool's Day is the one day a year. Everyone who isn't funny thinks like, <laughs> I'm going to try to be funny. Today it's it's be funny day and nobody's ever funny. I saw a great tweet yesterday and it was uh, April Fool's Day is the one day a year girls can dress like sluts and nobody can say anything about it. Oh, God. <laughs> because that's the joke that's reserved for Halloween. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I didn't know what the joke that, was. There. That tweet literally ex- like exists for Halloween. Yeah, and somebody just made it about April Fool's Day, and I thought that was fucking amazing. <laughs> nice. I like applying other stuff to April Fool's Day, like uh, just like Thanksgiving family stuff. You sat down together, had a nice, uh, nice dinner with the fam for April, April Fool's Day, and then followed up with April Fools. <laughs> they've they've all left. Uh, it should be illegal for April Fool's Day to fall on a Monday. Why? Because you're already in a bad enough mood? Yeah, you're already in a bad mood. People like you're are already annoying you weekend, enough. Yeah. And like, people are trying to pull a fast one on you. Yeah. Absolutely not. Not for me on Mondays. Uh, is it okay to start an April Fool's Day joke early and then on April Fool's Day cash in on it? Have the reveal? Yeah. Uh, I think it should be because that's like the only way that's that you the only can way get you can away get with people, one. right? Yeah. But, but it's it's fake though; it doesn't count. You don't get credit. Like for if it. Gronk came out on April first and was like, "Just yeah, kidding. just kidding." <laughs> yeah, because uh, there was the uh, the Fire Festival two announcement. Uh, oh really? Yeah. It what was, was that like, like beforehand? Mark Cuban and Ja Rule, and it was sometime over the weekend. <laughs> and I don't know if they ever acknowledge that it's a joke. Maybe it's not a joke. Who knows? That'd be hilarious. If, if anyone is dumb enough to experience all of Fire Festival and then say, let's give this a second whirl, it would be Ja Rule. And if anyone would be crazy enough to jump in on that, it would be Mark Cuban. I think Mark Cuban's probably smarter than that. Right, but he's smart, but he's crazy. That's you know, true. he's a wild card. But I feel like if Mark Cuban was in on it, it would be somewhat of a success. I remember calling at the time, uh, there's going to be a Fire Festival 2 at some point. Yeah, there definitely It's going is. to be a... Huge draw. In fact, I, uh, conspiracy theorist that I am, I wasn't buying the Fire Festival stuff as it was happening. I was like, this was clearly, they intentionally wanted to be a disaster, turn into a meme, and next thing you know, everyone's talking about it. I probably made the comparison at the time. Like, it, it was exactly how Trump got elected. Well, I mean, Firefest now, as a result of everything that happened, is way bigger than it would have been had everything gone smoothly. Oh yeah, I remember when the when the uh, when people were watching the documentaries, they people were like, uh, "Do you remember that stuff actually happening at the time? Like, were you keeping up with it?" A lot of people just missed the whole Firefest really? thing. I think we and discussed it, it on the podcast, yeah. like right after it happened. Oh, you know that that was like a big that was a weekend or a week if you wanted it to be, but that was a full. And thing then, and then there was the um the nda thing the article that got posted we that was the best about that, that one was of the, the great kickers yeah in uh in journalism history who would have ever thought like reading that kicker the or not the kicker but reading that article and hearing about like this the famous speech that ja rule gave yeah who would have thought that one day we'd be able to lay eyes upon it and like feel like we were there in hindsight should have been us we should have thought that <laughs> it all comes out all the stuff, all the conversation with uh, Robert Kraft, if, if they convict him, here's what happens with the video. If they don't convict him, here's what happens with the video. If they file a motion to suppress the video evidence, here's what happens with the video. Here's what happens with the video in every case. Comes out eventually. It comes out eventually. <laughs> yeah, but I At didn't expect... At some point, it comes out. But I didn't expect the, the entire process of Firefest to be documented. Yeah. Like, who cares? 
the only reason that anybody cares is because it went so poorly. Because it was a mess. Like if it oh, was you're saying like why were they documenting yeah. it in the first place? Right. Yeah. Like I don't give a shit. I don't want to find out like how Lollapalooza was organized well, every year. Cons- <laughs> yeah. I don't want to sit through those meetings. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm paying money like the to only, only way get the that, good parts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only way that pays dividend is if you accident if you accidentally fuck everything up and it becomes interesting. You've got to consider though that Billy McFarlane was hiring a crew after all the bad stuff happened <laughs> to keep yeah. to keep filming him, and then at points where they were clearly committing fraud, he was like, "Uh, only record like half of this." <laughs> You're right. He's, it took yeah. maybe no audio on this part, but keep rolling. Billy McFarlane, man, yeah, uh, I don't even know if anybody ever came out and said that was an April Fool's Day joke, so that might be a thing. Uh, I hope I can't wait till Billy McFarlane gets out of jail. Yeah, I am so excited for Billy McFarlane's well, like his next arc. endeavor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's gonna have a redemption. Will Will it be problematic? Yeah. It'll yeah. Be problematic. It's definitely problematic. A, it's he, a redemption arc. He ruined like a bunch of people's lives. Yes. Uh, cost a lot of people money. Literally, like so many of the locals just yeah. absolutely screwed there. Uh, and like also, that, the bartender it's a who had arc, to pay out of which, pocket, like f- like her entire life savings, yeah, to to uh, compensate all the people that were right. She was for feeding her. the right, yeah, feeding all the yeah. uh, the like the absolutely ruined that woman's life. But like selfishly, I cannot wait for Billy McFarlane to get out of jail just to see what he does next. Yeah, his redemption arc will be double problematic because in addition to him being a bad guy, it's a redemption arc, which by nature. We know Always we have to say are problematic. If you've done something bad and then you even you don't even need to do something good. If you just do anything different, it doesn't matter. <laughs> if you are not totally we don't consistent forget. from uh, A to B, it's a redemption arc. I got to tell you, a lot of babies have some problematic redemption arcs. Just shitting all over the place. Speaking not of babies. Listening. Yeah. This guy's an uncle now. Oh, congratulations. Hey, thanks. Congratulations. It's, it's not exciting. It's, I mean, it is exciting, but yeah, it it's is. not exciting yet. First two months, it's not really a thing. The yeah, baby the baby doesn't, doesn't do anything. Yet. He just yeah. sleeps all day. Doesn't, right. Doesn't do shit. Once it hits about two months, oh, it does shit. Once it hits it's about true. two months, uh, it starts to learn some tricks. Cool. Yeah. Well, I wish And then that, once it starts babbling is when it's really fun. I wish that, that my sister just got like a puppy for the next two months. Yes. Way more exciting. Yeah. Those... Uh, yeah, and a cool thing about a very young baby, a brand new baby, you can look at it, but you still don't know what it looks like. Yeah, it's just like a, it's just a thing. You look at a baby at one month versus a baby at three months, completely different person. By three months, it looks like probably what it's going to look like as a human being. In the first like month, month and a half, just. It's Anyone's just like guess. A, a like a smush. It's just like a a thing. It's a like a orb. Yeah, it's, it's a, a completely moldable clay. It can <laughs> in in the mu- in choose your own adventure. From the, yeah, from the second it is born until like I don't know a month and a half, two months, a baby changes from like. It, like skin color changes yeah. it changes uh like from guy to girl it's got hair one day next day the hair is gone it is just in constant flux of trying out what it's going to look like and then roughly at three months it has uh the biological term it is settled yes and then generally that's what that baby is uh is going to be like but when it's a baby's really fun when it starts babbling because okay. it just starts making any nonsense that that comes to mind at any time, which is that's really when it's become a human. Because that's what humans do. Just at any point, they're just gonna make a bunch of noise and and really stir shit up. Very excited for that. Yeah, babies sneaky great. Uh, my sister's child is named Devin Joseph, and Ooh, I have a very strong fear that it will have to refer to it as DJ. Yeah, that's Devin's a very good name though. I only I only have room. It is a good name. It's yeah. a very good name. Uh, I I think I only have room for like one or two DJs in my life. And yeah, you're one. Yeah, and I have a friend DJ. Do so, you really? Yeah, I uh, I had reason to look up how common a name DJ is recently. Guess how common? Guess where DJ ranks among men. I think among American men for names. Uh, 
Top 100. What? <laughs> top top 100. Top 100 man name. Are you serious? I don't know. No. I, I don't, I, know I, if I don't Pete even is top 100. I don't even know if I can think of 100 names. We can think of names. Let's do it. Should this we is, rattle this off this episode? Names? Yes. <laughs> yes. Keep track to make sure we don't repeat. Let's see how many names we can come up with. Okay. All right. Uh should we go Adam? back and forth? Yeah, we okay. want to go back and forth. Okay. Adam. Uh, Steve. Andrew. Bill. Paul. Kyle. You said Bill. That's William. All right. Are we counting that? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Same name. Uh, Kyle. So that's, uh, what are we at? That's four? Yeah. Uh, man. Joseph. <laughs> uh, mm, uh, Mark. Uh, Walter. We had to bust a Walter at seven. <laughs> yes. We're already going this back to exciting. the 1960s. Yeah. Uh, Matthew. Did we say John? I don't think so. I don't think so. John. Yeah. Yeah, that's nine. Uh, Trent. Tyler. Ten. Ooh, um, no, wait. Sam. That's ten. Sean. Uh, so that's 10 through, or that's 11 through 13. Okay, why? A million different names that are... Oh, yeah, yeah. like spelling-wise? Yeah. It's a good point, good point. Um, Paul. I already said Paul. Did you? Fuck. Yeah. We only got through 12 names before we repeated ourselves. Yeah, you're, and you're not writing these down. No. So we don't know. I, I can't even keep track of the number. Ian. Uh, Jeffrey. Matt. Oh, I already said Matt. Uh, Patrick. Uh, Ronald. <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, Bob. Re- you keep saying uh, like nicknames. Yeah. So is it Robert? It confuses me. Right. Robert. Uh, Raymond. <laughs> Frank. Uh, Daniel. Uh, hmm. James. I got a twofer. Dion. Ooh. D-I-O-N. D-E-O-N. Darren. Michael. Daryl. It took us forever to get to Michael. <laughs> yeah. Daryl. Uh, Darnell. Uh, ooh. Tim and Sid. <laughs> you saw that on my Twitter feed. Uh, There's a twofer for you. Christopher. Uh, Ken. Nathan. Okay, so I think that we, we've covered a, a good amount no, of No, this is good. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Because I, I got, I got, I just thought of like three more. Okay. Um, gritty. Melvin. Nice. Mm. Um, Justin. Brant. Ooh, Brandon. Brendan. Brandon. <laughs> uh, I'll take Bronson. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bradley. Ooh. Cooper. Patrice. Bergeron? Yeah. yeah Bergeron's a fine first name. No, you, you, you guessed Bergeron? Yes. I don't know who's worse at this. It's definitely me. Uh, P- Do we say Peter I, I, yet? Half of my names have come from just looking at Twitter. That's got to be at least like 15. Yeah, we've got did. 15 names. So yeah. there are more names than I expected. But what? Uh, DJ ranks 4,801st. What? what? Yeah. It's not a common name. That is, that's ridiculous. There's no way that 4,000 names come before DJ. There's a lot of names. Like, we just got through 15, and I, I'm like, my tank is on empty. I will admit, I had a really hard time during that. Mainly, but I think that if we'd had a list, if we were keep, if there was a list in front of me, every time we said it, boom, it went up, then cool. But <laughs> doing it off the top of my head, uh, the pressure of doing it on the spot, live on a podcast. Is that, is that, like, a, is that like a 2019 ranking? Like, like a recent ranking? Because these days... I've seen some recent like baby name lists, and it's oh. all like fucking like Braden. Yeah, I, th- I think it might have been one of those things. We were just, we were just talking about like what you had said, like how many DJs do, does a person know in yeah. their life, and it's like one or two. So I looked up how common it was. Not very common. Uh, 
shouts out on April Fools to uh, that the the rendering of uh, like an Amazon. I don't know what that thing was, but there were a bunch of drones around it, and it basically looked like some sort of Star Wars recreation. Uh, and it had a, all the Amazon drones going on, and they were like surrounding this huge thing. You know what it looked like? It looked like uh, one of those videos of when you kill a pregnant spider and then like a million baby spiders come out of it and scatter. It was like a blimp that just gave birth to a million tiny little aircrafts. Yeah. Uh, So that was... We had to look up whether or not that was an April Fool's joke. We knew it was a that it was like a digital rendering or whatever, but we didn't know if it was Amazon working on stuff or whatever. Uh, It was an April Fool's joke. It was. Okay. Uh, Well, terrible April Fool's joke because it didn't become a story until April 2nd. So maybe, I don't know, maybe they're embracing, whoever made that joke is embracing April Fool's Week where the fun lasts eight crazy nights. Uh, That would be, I I, I wasn't on board at the very beginning of you wanting to extend April Fool's because I hate April Fool's. I was kidding. April Fool's is awful. No, I know. I, I agree. But I also like making April Fool's like the purge yeah where it, like last for a certain amount of time and you got to get it out within that period the the only times uh, the only yeah. time per year you're allowed to joke yes yeah <laughs> the only time the you're allowed to purge. do pranks yeah it, no but it's like it's like uh it's like the joke purge for for people who aren't funny like yeah. You have to take some sort of uh like humor test. Yeah. And if you're uh if you're funny deficient, yeah, then you have to make all your jokes in like a forty eight hour span. Let's call it the the prank purge. The prank purge. The prank purge. Because uh, I, I like that I like someone who's not funny. Someone who's not funny probably also isn't very creative. I like them being left to their devices with like you've gotta <laughs> you've do got forty eight hours. You, yeah. No, well it's like twelve hours, but it's like you got twelve hours to bang out this prank. Also uh, it's at midnight, so it's while everybody's sleeping. <laughs> so nobody has to be awake for it. You have to prank everybody while they're in their sleep. No, that's the worst. The beginning that's of actually, their morning. That's actually probably be... the worst idea. Like allowing those people free reign while you sleep. Because mm. then they'll like they'll like piss on you or something and be like, "Oh, April Fools!" At least you can see it coming if you're awake. Only comes once a year. <laughs> It's the magical time that only comes once a year. All the people who aren't funny pulling pranks on you whilst you sleep. Also, I feel like in order for that to happen, you'd have to also extend everything else in the real purge because theoretically, people are breaking into your home for <laughs> these true. pranks. Yeah. yeah, I guess like if the if the laws don't exist, but it, 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 people are making jokes instead of killing. Did you fall for any April Fool's Day jokes? Uh no, I did not. I briefly fell for one. I was uh, confused for one. I said, wait a second, and uh, that that's to enough to one. get you. Yeah, that happened to me for one, and it, was, it wasn't even like a, a, a joke, really. Mm-hmm. It was uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks unveiled the churro burger. Yeah. And it was just like a, it had like a real picture of something yeah. that, that was actually made. Yeah. And they, that, their joke was like, haha, it's not actually for sale. Cool, but you still made it. It's still well, then right then there. It wasn't a. Ju- you have to tell some little lie. You're there. Right. You got to say it's for sale, and here's what the the cost is. Well, they did say that it was for sale. Oh, but it like that was the the big joke that they made it, but it actually wasn't for sale. My April Fool's Day joke was uh, that I didn't have a stomach ache. I had I such a stomach ache yesterday morning. It was the worst. Oh man, that was such a classic Deej joke. <laughs> what? I don't have a stomach ache. Uh, April Fools, and I, that was the only time that you acknowledged April Fools for the rest of the I, day. I, some people, I took some people for a ride with that one. Um, the only one I fell for was uh, someone posted a screen grab of uh, the like ESPN play-by-play of uh, oh, 76ers yes. game yeah, that yeah. said Ben Simmons makes three-point uh, shot, and I yelled across. I was at work. I yelled across the newsroom. I was like. Yo, is there video of Ben Simmons making like what where's the video? Oh, that's why I'm dumb. But it it got a few people. It was uh, it was well edited, I will say yeah. that. The uh, all the replies when I checked the tweet it was yeah. like I had to go check the box score to see if this was real. So There were some it, there were some really obvious April Fools jokes that uh I I don't get how people fall for them. 
Like, if you don't have your wits about you on April 1st, like, I, I, I do not care about it. I think the April Fool's stuff is very, very lame. But I've been alive. Yeah, but I, I, think, I think it's also very easy to forget that it's April Fool's. Like, that April 1st is April Fool's. Do you think that that's maybe what April Fool's initially was? Yeah, it was just like because ra- back a in the day, you selection. didn't you didn't know what I mean. We don't know what day it is now because we're stupid. But back in the day, you never knew what day it was. You didn't <laughs> yeah. have a, a, a shiny thing in front of you at all it times that said what a day calendar it was. around with right. you. You needed a calendar to know what day it was. And if you asked somebody what day it was, they would say, "Hold on, I'll be right back. Let me go check." They'd go find a calendar, check that calendar, and then come back. Nowadays. If you if I want to know what day it is, figure that shit out in two seconds. Right. So generally, people I think back then it, maybe April Fools was more of a gotcha. It's April first, you stupid idiot. <laughs> check your calendar more often. Like it's it's the you one to, like, year, check one the day, positioning year. of the sun. Yeah, and like get the temperature and be like. Oof, I think that mm, April Fool's ooh, Day April was a, was a yearly reminder to not. Uh, go too long without looking at the calendar. It's like a daylight savings type situation. What if what if we like tried to fix April Fools by just assigning it one random day of the calendar? That's like way harder to remember. Uh, no, we could also do on April. We could counteract April Fools and say uh, no. It's not a joke, and then have a lot of serious things. I actually did. I saw like a an announcement thing. I don't know if I retweeted it, but it was like, yo, you know what's probably an offensive thing to do post on instagram we're pregnant ha 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 just (laughs) kidding but we can't get pregnant every time anytime we want to you know yeah you know who did that who justin bieber oh he did Bieber literally did that yesterday i so i've I've seen uh every every year or over the years at points i've seen like hey uh just a reminder don't make jokes about being pregnant like don't take that lightly Tag uh, the movie. Mm. Oh my! I still can't believe that happened. Oh man, that would. But that was Jesselnik level, where it was so, so terrible. That it's so over the top. It was just yeah. It was so not even trying to act considerate that you were right. like, wow, that is just a terrible, deeply, deeply awful joke. That's not even going to act like. Oh well, the joke is this. No, you were trying to do the worst thing. Possible. If you need to know what we're talking about, go back and listen to the episode where we review the movie. Tag. Did we talk about? Did were we able to? Yeah, man, because we put went that through, into words. Yeah, we went in like a ten minute discussion of whether or not we should talk about it because oh, it's because like it was the, so bad. It, yeah, and it was like the big spoiler. But and then we eventually decided like people need to know this. Yeah, if they're on the fence of going to see the movie. Uh, and we, like some, we had got feedback saying like from somebody who was like, "I'm so glad you told me that because right, I wouldn't. Had, yeah, it is. It has affected me in my life. Yes, and I'm very glad that I did not go to see that movie. Yeah, I mean, I know. I mean, people. It's the, such a the, weird situation because I really liked scene in, Tag in for the Roma, most part. Like the stillbirth scene in Roma. I know a lot of people were like, I know it's part of the story, but. That is very, very tough to watch. Right, but it's supposed to be. Like the, right. the most the, the most uncomfortable thing about it in tag was that it was like a that was like a punchline. Right. It, uh, it wasn't it was just like it was used to show how far they were willing to go yeah. for the sake of the stupid game. And it turns out Jeremy Renner's character She's is a just I mean Oh my God! Horrible. Yeah, Horrible. but Bieber, uh, Bieber did do the uh, uh, Haley's pregnant. Just kidding. Uh, not classic great. Bieber. <laughs> not great, Biebs. Uh, Justin Bieber had the worst fucking April Fool's Day. Why? What else did he do? No, just because uh, Justin Bieber. Oh, had the worst, worst birthday? birthday. Worst birthday. Yeah. For some reason, I th- think that it, that just reminds me of how dumb Zac Efron is. And I wonder, uh, <laughs> quick Zac Efron, he check, who handles holidays worse, Justin Bieber or Zac Efron? I'm so proud of my, uh, of my growing adult son, Zac Efron, who did not make a social media post on Martin Luther King Day this year yeah. about... How, how many you, how many followers, followers he was it Instagram? I think it was Instagram. Said grateful for two things, Martin Luther <laughs> King and like a million followers. Oh man! <laughs> oh, how did that a, happen? That's why he can't go on dates. It's true. Yeah, that's right. They know too. They just they know too much about him. They know too much about him. 
Poor Zac Efron. Have you seen the uh, the pictures of Zac Efron recently? No. He's got a full luscious hair of uh, head of bleached hair. Ooh, nice. And you know it's great having a full head of hair. So don't I know it? Don't if you're starting it? to if you're starting to recede like this guy, mm-hmm. get on it. Get uh get proactive, but not the brand proactive. Get proactive about your saving your own hair and get Hims. Hims uh, is a one stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. So if you're starting to see that hairline slowly starting to move backwards, or you're finding any bald spots on your head, go to Four Hims. Allow them correct the situation rectify it and you'll feel a lot better about yourself you'll and the best part is nobody will make fun of your former hair situation and even if you choose not to do this whatever your hair is if you're bald you still great person right and nobody would ever dare call you gross or anything oh like i don't that. you're gross for using you're right for using for even putting that thought in my head you're right uh and it's all based on science and they can cure your baldness hymns connects you with real doctors if that's what you want right if you if you're comfortable in your own skin just in your own hair or lack thereof but what's great about for hymns is they they can fix any number of problems or uh differences you might have Right. It's not just about baldness. Right. But they do connect you with real doctors and give you medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. And well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions will help you keep your hair. You know what? No snake oil. No gas station counter supplements. uh, And it's prescription. You want to talk about gross. Those those I'll go on the record. Snake oil, gross. Gas station supplements, get them out of here. Not trying to get my, my health routine and products from a gas station you know what right. i want from Although a gas, gas station? stations are great i get well i kind of get a lot of stuff from gas stations because <laughs> there's one near uh my home that's open very late and sometimes Ooh. after a bad show i'll go, stop in there and i'll get a couple bags of Chex mix oh there you go yeah but you know what but I, want? I don't get supplements from there no snake oil you, no not even a drop there you go <laughs> you know what i want from gas stations i want gas nothing else but you can get prescription solutions, not at a gas station, but at 4 No waiting room, no awkward in-person doctor visits. Save hours by going to 4 It's super easy. All you got to do is answer a few quick questions. A doctor will review and prescribe you what you need, and the products are shipped directly to your door. So order now. Our listeners get a trial month of Hims for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. That's very repetitive. Uh, restrictions apply. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. So don't do that. Go to 4 slash brunch. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash brunch. 4 slash brunch. Hey, do you think we'll get in trouble for that? Every I was week? going to say, I think that we should, we should, uh, we should spill the tea about... Uh, Dress the elephant in the room. Yes. You've been waiting for it the whole time, and quite frankly, neither of us, we'd just forgotten about it. We would have brought it up much sooner. I didn't forget about it. Uh, I really? had it written down in my show notes. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we, we lost a sponsor. Uh, for the year. For, for what's that? We got a year ban. Oh, a year ban. So we'll be back next year? Yeah, maybe. Oh, Probably man, not. the shenanigans <laughs> I am going to bank for, the, for that. <laughs> I cannot wait. Oh, man. When we, in a year... When they come back to us, we'll probably have to apologize, hat in hand, the whole nine. And then we are going to do the most, oh man, the most horrifying read <laughs> they have ever heard. There's going to be strippers. There's, it's just going to be like everything that they didn't want <laughs> us to do. And we'll say, boom, maybe give them the double finger. It'll be a video read. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we got in trouble for... for the way that we have been pr- approaching some ad reads, and this is this has been like a week long problem. It's not an isolated incident. We've gotten it, it complaints not, from multiple sponsors. Exactly, it's not a one sponsor thing. But you can guess which one though. Completely. Oh, I made in. very minimal uh, effort to hide which one like really got upset. Uh-huh. Let's uh, just say the we're showroom still on good terms is... with all of the other ones except for one. There's still one more that doesn't like us, or does, you're saying except for one, the one that left. Uh no, th- there's there's there are multiple ones that don't like us. I mean, the but one we're that, still the on one that we just did. Terms. The one that yeah, is still is a little mad at us. Yes. The one that we just did is 
they they said stop calling bald people gross. Yes, uh, and uh, can, conti- one host continually referred to balding people as gross. <laughs> Please advise the host not to shame people. I don't want to point fingers. Has every single one of the hosts did this been about just one of the hosts? No, I think that we Good. both went in okay. on, on pretty hard on bald people being. Oh gross, no, yeah, which, which yeah. Incorrect. Sorry, I'm just, yeah. We'll like, take that back. Some reading some of the specific complaints, I've been like, I think that one was. <laughs> I I do think I I want to read the email that we got. Oh yeah, from, uh, yeah. from the, the 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 company that shall not be named. Do it. Uh, from the rep. This is from the rep from the, the sponsor. We need to pull Redacted off this show immediately. Redacted, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Our next spot is 415. Is there any way to not have that run due to circumstances of how disrespectful they have been? This is what came directly from the client. Quote, just wanted to add how terribly frustrating it was to listen through that spot and feel a complete loss of oh. control of our brand right there. This was uh, like, like there, there was, they just had to sit there and listen to it. There was nothing that they could do. They didn't know where we were located, so they couldn't drive over to stop us. There were we no, were, there were no digital controls that would have allowed them to pause or stop yeah. or fast forward. Oh. They were stuck in a Get room, chained to a chair, here. and forced to listen to us read their script that they gave that us. they gave to us. Uh, they continue. It's really hurtful, and I hope that we'll be able to shift those funds slash get a refund. Please remove us and ask them not to air anything with us again. Can you please have Brunch remove the spot that dropped the week of Redacted and let them know that we had to cancel them for the rest of the year? Folks, Brunch has officially been hashtag canceled. Yeah, we yeah we were we did canceled. talk about the fact that we we have not been canceled by anybody yet, and we were kind of proud of that. Oh we no, have, we've been we've been canceled by some people. Not officially, not like in cancel season. Uh, cancel season. I was called a milkshake duck for saying That's that uh, barstool writers are better writers than ringer writers. <laughs> yeah, and but that uh, was in milkshake duck season. This is cancel season. Yeah, that's true. This yeah. is the cancel era, and yeah. we had not been canceled. That is true. Yeah, we've got a clean slate so far. Not anymore. We've officially been canceled. Well, we're in. We there's nothing we can do here because if we start making it right with uh, Redacted, then it just looks oh, like we're I having a redemption arc. I, that's that, true. That will get us for sure canceled. <laughs> it's a real if lose, we apologize. Lose yeah, if we apologize, then we are toast. Uh, but no, I have I have absolutely no interest in uh, in making amends with Redacted because you know what? Fuck them. Uh, it's we've, we've gotten some really good feedback from from like how people receive the ads. Oh the yeah, ad and it's basically the exact like the exact thinking that we had when approaching those ad reads is that we're not going to do the same bland reads that every let's other fucking make podcast the, the does. Part, let's make the ads something that people will remember, will listen to, and they, remember. People don't hit the fifteen second skip button through our ads. Because there's a good chance sure some people you're going to get some shenanigans. Well, and you're missing shenanigans. I think the percentage of people who, who will skip through our ads is lower than your average podcast because they know that there's a chance that things can go off the rails and that there can be humor in it. Yeah. And that's that was our goal. I'll also say, Redacted, bunch of softies because we are way worse on some of the other reads know. than we were for Redacted. Redacted, all we did was just say, Redacted, huh? And talk about putting a showroom in your living room. <laughs> Which I, I think I think those were their words, not ours. Yeah, it definitely was because that's what we uh, we sort of mocked them for it. But yeah. I did like uh, one of the responses um, from from a listener who was like, "Oh yeah, now, now, now that they've canceled, what do I do about this showroom in my living room? Yeah, are they gonna come come get this showroom? Who do I contact about this? But yeah, uh, it is the irony is not lost in uh, how how drastic the response was to an episode called In the Red." And us losing a sponsorship for the year. Hell yeah. Well, we'd rather be in the red than in the wrong. That's in this true. case, we are both. We are we're sticking it to the man. We are this is like the this is one of the first. We're not true doing brunch examples. for the money. We're doing it for the chicks. 
Yes, but also <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon. Ever saying you're doing something for the chicks? People in human history have done that. Yes, for they sure. have said I do blank for the chicks. Hell yeah, couldn't uh, be me. Uh, yeah, we we don't do this for the money, but please subscribe to our Patreon, which is Patreon. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do it, a brunch. Yeah, we did have uh, a few people. Shout out to a couple of the people who upped their Patreon pledge to ten dollars per month that after the great. after the redacted uh, um, controversy. That is replacing Movie Pass with brunch. That means the world. Yeah, to we us. absolutely love you. Um, I wish that I had the names up in front of me right now, but um, shout outs to those people who upped their pledges to ten dollars a month. You are the real heroes, not uh, the troops. And you. it's make it's. Uh, it's given us some thought as to how we can uh, thank you. Uh, the irony is the idea that we have would cost us more than $10 to execute. So by you giving us $10, uh, there's a good chance we will lose Be money. More in the we will still find a way to, uh, to lose money. So uh, congratulations to us. Very, very brave. Congratulations to you for uh, upping the... Uh, the Patreon thing, and congratulations to us because Body is back. Body is back, and you know what? I forgot how I'm how much I miss Barry. As good as ever, maybe better than ever. Oh, I don't know about that, but I mean, the, the... I rewatched the finale on Sunday before the, I watched the premiere, and wow, I it just it it took me from. <laughs> Not 100% excited to 3,000% excited because even just the season finale of season one is so hilarious and you forget how ridiculous the dialogue is in that show. That's what I'd mostly forgotten. Uh, I, I obviously knew it was a dark comedy and that Noho Hank was a silly character, but everyone's like so many of the bad guys are just absolute cartoons. The <laughs> scene in the finale, the torture scene, with Fuchs, where they uh, where the they give the guy the buzzsaw, <laughs> yeah, and you just hear Fuchs screaming, and the buzzsaw going, and the guy is doing woodworking because <laughs> he's making stocks. <laughs> oh, hilarious! It's so fucking funny. Uh, yeah, I I totally forgot how much of how much of a ridiculous show this was, and. Somebody raised the question whether or not it's the... Uh, I think it was uh, Vince Mancini, who's uh, at Film Drunk on, on Twitter. I, he raised the question, is Barry the best ensemble cast of characters on TV right now? I, I decided... Uh, I'm glad that you brought this up. I'm out on uh, best show on television talk. Yeah, I don't care. Because I've, I've got to like think about other yeah. parts of the who year. Cares? And I mean, I, I remember Insecure had such a good season... And at some point, I probably said it was the best show on television right now. But I also know that within that calendar year, I'd probably said Better Call Saul or Barry is the best show on television. So, like, I can only think in terms of seasonal cycles. Like, what's on TV right now, what I'm enjoying most at the moment. So, you can say, so if you say right Right now, now. you don't mean for the year. You mean mean right at this moment. This second, yes. Good. That's the only like that's the only way I can think about it because we there are so many shows on TV and it, they're just more and more coming and I I, I just I thought of a way better one. We should just do uh, best show on television right now and it's whatever is on television right now. <laughs> so the it's usually going to be Friends flipping. So you're sometimes flipping the channels, like middle of the day. Friends is on. Take a picture of the screen. Friends best show on television. The best right show now. on TV is Tag always us. either Friends, Seinfeld, Everybody Loves Raymond, yes, or potentially like The Price Is Right at ten in the morning. Man, I watched an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond <laughs> last Sunday morning at the end of a weekend in Vermont. It was a bachelor party, bunch of us in a place we rented, and uh, I was one of the first people up on Sunday. Just me and another guy, very hungover, and Everybody Loves Raymond was on TV. Nobody, it was too early for people to be talking. It was just the best. <laughs> it was great. We should do like a what's the best show on network television right now at like one thirty in the afternoon every day, and it'll be like Days of Our Lives. So like a show, Hospital. Which one is uh, Stephen A. on? Is he on Days of Our Lives or is he? I think he's on. I think he's on Days of Our Lives. Yeah, he plays. He plays like a like a mischievous guy. Yeah, he's like a he's. I think he's like a, a shady character. I think that. Well, I, I think that he's. Uh, He's always uh, scheming on scamming on the cuties, scheming on the cuties, macking on the the cuties, macking on the honeys. He's always yeah. He's like very like 
He does the old take their hand and kiss their hand thing. Ooh. Also, uh, shout out Steve- Joe Biden. Everyone's mad at you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, 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 what, what's it called? Uh, approval ratings. Oh, yes. Yeah, we forgot to bring back approval ratings. Uh, as soon as we gave Cardi B, like, an, in the 90s approval ratings, yeah. she just came out and said that she used to, like, drug people and rob them in hotels. Cardi B approval rating is now... In the red. Yeah. And now she's... <laughs> she went from... What did I say she was? Probably 99. You were like, I don't know a single person who has said a, a bad thing about True. Cardi B. I still don't. Even having heard the, that horrible story. You're the only person. You told me about that story. You're, yeah. you're the only person I've heard say something <laughs> bad about Cardi B. But uh, ethically, that just drops her from 99 to 40. Faster than anyone has ever fallen in the brunch approval ratings. It's, a, it's an all-time low. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so let's get back to Barry. Barry. Um, the cold opening... The cold open to the the season premiere was one of the funniest things, like one of the funniest scenes of the past couple of years in Barry. Yeah, yeah, it was so fucking funny. Yeah, the uh, the dumbass, the dumbass uh, hitman, whatever thief, he was, yeah. the guy who works for Fuchs, uh, who looks like uh, Shaggy from Scooby Doo. At first, I thought he was the guy. I what's the guy's name uh, in uh, Walking Dead? Lincoln. He, no, the uh, he was the leader of the cannibals. I don't know the what, what was the what was the place that was supposed to be the sanctuary? Alexandria. Yeah, he was the leader of Alexandria. No, Alexandria is the. Uh, oh no no! Alexandria is, is the, the woman from the Purge. I know exactly what you're talking about. The one that, like in the first two or three seasons that they're 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 going towards that they keep seeing right. the sign yeah it's probably like season three or four but and then they're there for a second and we gave them a lot of credit. For only making that like very one quick episode, yeah. yeah. Gareth. Gareth, Gareth, yeah. Uh, he was the leader of Terminus. Terminus, yeah, yes, that's right. We should have known in hindsight that Terminus. That's a sketchy that's ass an name. Ominous, ominous, yeah. That is an ominous name. Uh, so, yeah, Shaggy slash Gareth <laughs> uh, shooting himself. In the leg. And the slow realization that he shot himself in the leg. Not yeah. like an immediate scream. He like was he like, oh, his shit. Toe. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. So funny. And then coming back to the hotel where Fuchs uh, like, just plays it insanely cool. Yeah. My uh, biggest talking point off of this episode of Barry and seemingly how the season's being set up is uh, involves Fuchs because season one... I think they went into, and this happens all the time with shows where they go in thinking this is what the construct will be, and then they realize, oh, this thing works, so we're going to do this instead, and they'll kind of shuffle it a little bit. Uh, the big example of that, Breaking Bad, Jesse was just supposed to be a kind of minor character uh, right. in his way in, but instead they were like, let's make it about these two people. Uh, season one of Barry, Stephen Root was seemingly like the running buddy of. Uh, of Barry, the yin to his yang, like the the kind of other guy on the show, uh, or or I, I should say, like the, Barry's person in the crime world, where in the acting world it's Henry Winkler's character, right. and uh, he had like two uh, mentors, so, right? So so to speak, and in his criminal life it was Fuchs, and in his new acting life it was Henry Winkler, right? Uh, but they realized in season one that Noho Hank was who is. There seemingly to be uh, comic relief was right. just so great that they could maybe expand him. And I like what they're doing with Noah Hank because they're expanding him instead of just running him into the ground in his small kind of way. They're not John Ralphioing him. I mm-hmm. like that. But I didn't like Fuchs in season one. I thought that if there was one thing I would change about that show is just to get rid of Steven Root. Like, sorry, you've had a cool career. I don't love you in this show. Season episode one of season two, clearly Noho Hank is like a main character. Fuchs now looks to be more of kind of the comic relief, and I thought that Fuchs was fucking hilarious. I thought the interrogation scene was the best scene of the entire episode, and that's saying something because Noho Hank put on a tour de force. I thought the I thought the interrogation scene was was very funny in the way that it was done. Yeah, but I I did it, it did like sort of take me aback that that like 
Stephen Root is now in Fuchs is now like this dumbass character because yeah, in season too, yeah. one he was smart right like he, he was calling the shots he's calling the shots yeah. he got Barry to where he is he got himself to where he is yeah he's clearly like pretty successful yeah and he was he was running the show and now he's like some dumbass who's like hey I'm not gonna give you my DNA I know the law. Uh, he, he like no goes into depth really, about knowing the law and like knowing his rights and stuff like that, and then just puts down like, the can. Two things: he is dumb by the end of season one. They make him pretty dumb as it goes on. Two, while your point is correct, they did take him from seemingly being a smart guy to a dumb guy. That's also a very common thing as TV shows find their way in the first couple of seasons. Best example: Leslie Nope. She started off, or or uh, Jess Day in yeah. the New Girl. Yeah. Like they start out some of they these characters so ditchy. so dumb yeah. that they that it's impossible to believe that they're still alive. And then over time, they figure out what works, and usually they go from being like a thirty-five-year-old stupid person to a thirty-five and a half-year-old. Pretty smart person. Yeah. It's like, wow, 35 years you couldn't get smart. And then in just a few just episodes, clicks. yeah, you just you just figured it out. But yeah. Uh, that is, so that was scene was funny, but it did. It, that was one of the standout scenes that I was like, huh, that's a bit weird. Yeah. I loved that scene because you could see the joke coming a mile away. <laughs> and by the time it happened, I still laughed out loud. <laughs> and it was like, it was done in such a not subtle. Well, I guess yeah, it kind of was. telegraphed the hell out of like, it. Like if you're a dumb person, you probably do didn't get the punchline of that scene but like it was clearly done and he was like ah, yeah and he like holds out the can towards yes. the camera i thought it was good i thought it was it was funny it was i, I sure mean funny. i like I, I gotta say uh alec berg is uh on a bit of a tear right now with i, I think that, that he that he, or whether it's bill Hader, or whomever like the writing very very good the way they said so that scene they're making it so clear to you what's going to happen. And that makes it that much funnier that the character is doing things, showing you like this is what is about to happen. And I myself don't get what I'm doing. That's hilarious. Also, uh, someone brought up this point to me. Uh, Alec Berg may be recycling a little bit of his jokes with uh, NoHo Hank in the music. And um, oh, with uh, and, Russ, uh, right, and Russ Hanneman, yeah, and the music. But as long two as it's very, a great joke, yeah, hilarious, and two very different like executions of that one joke, where right. like it serves the character in a very different way, right. Whereas in uh, when for Russ, it was it's him just listening always to ridiculous. What was he listening to? Uh, well, one was cut crazy my life town. into pieces. One was Crazy Town. Uh, he might have had Last Resort in there, but one was Butterfly. Uh, <laughs> And one was the what's the, is some nineties song the I alone oh yeah I uh, I alone it's like or whatever. live or something yeah one of those uh, bands and then for bear or for Noho Hank he gets in and it's like the poppiest song ever what song was it was I don't it know Barbie Girl for some reason I'm no thinking I don't Barbie think Girl, it, was, it wasn't I don't think it was Barbie Girl but it was like a very very poppy song I forget like bubble yeah. gum pop could have been like Charlie yeah. Ray Jepsen for it would have been great if but, it was. I love Noho Hank. He's, he's the so he's great. the best character on I'll TV. I'll offer you an apology. He's the best character on TV right he's now. He's so uh, best, yes. <laughs> Which you, is true because you, I have you Barry have on the TV, TV right, right now. now. <laughs> it's paused. Um he I, I'll apologize to you because you were the only person last year who knew uh the character's name. I always found it so funny. I mean even what, like you tweeted the other day, can't wait for Barry to come back so uh because that means Noho Hank is back. And I was like, that's right. Pete knows the name of that character. <laughs> Whenever I talk about that show with anybody, everyone says, bald like, guy. the bald guy. Or, like, some people will know the actor's name, Anthony Kerrigan, and they don't know Noho Hank's name. That was for sure me. He is such a good character now, and now seemingly he's such a big character that I will give you that you were the first to report that the, that character had a name. His name is Noho Hank. And now I think that maybe maybe that's a common thing because I feel like they're making more of an effort to bring his name into the show yeah. on a regular basis. I mean, people refer to him, uh, I, I, just from talking to people, last couple of days people just call him Hank. But Noho Hank is way better because it's yeah. a gangster name for <laughs> this just sweet idiot. 
Uh, yeah, like he uh, in the in the premiere, his first scene in the premiere, he he's in that sh- the the Lululemon, and he's like, "It's me, no Hank." Yeah, <laughs> it's, which is like so unnecessary, but uh, it's one. It's very part of the joke. Uh, Tobias, as uh, did you get to the Mrs. Featherbottom episode? Yes. Yeah. 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 He's he, like he, Tobias. He, listen he, to me. And he's like, "It is. It, it, it's me." Tobias. <laughs> uh, I also laughed at. Um, how well furnished their gangster clubhouse is. Oh, yeah. It is like a very, like, magazine catalog. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, home and decor. I loved the picture of Hank and uh, whatever the uh, the Bolivian leader was. Did you see that? I don't think so. At uh, his little table, there is a picture of Hank and the Bolivian leader like like much like a married couple would have like a, th- their yes. wedding photo or whatever <laughs> it's amazing and, and it was seemingly the only uh indication that there is like love going back and forth between those two because when when no hanks writing that letter there i go i called him noho hank when hanks writing that letter seeming you don't know if like how much does this guy like hank back or is it just like Barry 2.0, where he's just obsessed with him, and the guy could take or leave him. Seemingly, he is very good friends with that guy. Yeah. Uh, Where do we think Noho Hank goes? Because at the end of the first episode, he puts on a serious face. And I'll tell you, man. Great line. Pretty fucking, like, pretty fucking intimidating. I was waiting. It went on long. They had to make it long, and it was long. They had to make it long to get you to that point where you're like, I okay oh, man, maybe right. we like, do have to take him seriously. Power. Yeah. Like yeah. he's but then again they then they they wrap it up with do not fuck with me. It is not polite. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> not polite just like staring at him as he says it like I was do... waiting for the punchline and, and like, then he gets in the car. Yeah. That the the not polite wasn't enough of a punchline. I loved not polite. I mean it was a great, great, funny thing, but it didn't really like take you out of the uh wow, he can like be really threatening and intimidating. Yeah. And then he gets in the car and it's fucking the the bubblegum pop song and I was like, Alright, this show's fucking awesome. I also loved it this was very arrested development that uh he received the bullet in the mail. Yeah. Remember that was the thing that he wanted to do so so badly. Oh yeah, he wanted to send it. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, Don't kill him until I get the notification <laughs> that, that he got the bullet. Right, that it has been delivered. I thought like that's a very arrested development thing to take like a small stupid thing that one person does and then just make it like a universal <laughs> like okay now they send each other bullets. <laughs> I also like that his first reaction was to like call them on the phone and be like is this a mistake? Well, like what gives? Is <laughs> this a joke? Uh he's the sweetest guy ever. Yeah, that was great. Uh the uh, Barry checking on what's the teacher's name? What's Henry Winkler's name? Uh, Maybe we're not there yet with him. But when he, when he checked on him, and uh, he was just miserable and wanted him out. That was funny. Really, every scene was Gene. Gene, that's right. Really, every scene was funny. Uh, what I find interesting is uh, they seemingly Barry bought himself some time by killing uh, the cop. And by the end of the premiere of season two, they're back on the made trace. As much progress as she's as she'd made, they made they figured out all the stuff that she had just figured out. Yeah. So I'm that surprised me. I figured that would be like a they find that out later in the season. But, but I'm glad that they did it right away because we already went through that with the with the previous cop. Yeah. So to, like I, I he quote unquote bought himself some time, but I like just getting back to that point so we don't have to go through that and go through that process again. And now we can just move forward. But man, like now they it is like dire for Barry. You would think because they, they, they've they've got him now. Well, you so would seemingly think. that would be like a. Within one or two episodes, they arrest him, or he has to kill a lot more people. Yeah, I I don't know where it goes, but like that's I don't what other what else do they have on him 
rather other than that like grainy ass photo which they now believe to be him right well i mean i i imagine they'll try to connect him to fuchs i would imagine that they're going to try to connect him to the cop that was killed like i i feel like it's going to be more of a oh yeah well avenge. well i mean if they if they they used uh fuchs to to get to barry because when uh the the Cleveland connection, right? And they saw Barry in uh, Gene's home, so I mean I think that they've got that, oh, or at least true. like in in a mind's eye, like they've got to know that Gene doesn't know that Barry has these crazy connections. True, certainly wouldn't be hanging around him when he was dating a cop. Um, so yeah, seemingly like everything that he's done is uh should come to roost really I did, soon. I did forget about how uh how much of a bad person that uh Sally is. Oh, the girlfriend. I, I forgot how like shallow she is. She's so like yeah. self-centered and yes. just like she Everything really does is a not story care about, about like Barry. an audition she had yeah. or an opportunity she had. And they are relentless with that. I was wondering if they, they would maybe take their foot off the gas a little bit now that that like they had their sort of getting together yeah. uh, arc in season one, and I wonder if that like maybe they would allow her to like actually fall for Barry and be like a genuine person. Right. If episode one is any indication, absolutely not. She's just pushing pedal to the metal. Right. Yeah. If there's two things that you probably forget with that show, having had months off from it, it's that. Uh, the dialogue from everyone is ridiculous. It's not just uh, the funny people. Like, or I should say, every person is a funny person who's going to say ridiculous things. I was going to say, with the exception of the cops, but the only two cops they showed were a couple of joke books this past episode. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the other being, yes, that Sally is totally selfish, completely shallow. Uh, looks out for Barry here and there, but but like only when it serves her interests. Yeah, basically. Yeah, great, great. Just a, it's awesome. Just a, a full great half hour of television. I'm very glad it's back. Um, we were told we've got a uh, we've got to watch what's the Julianne Moore movie? Belladonna, something like that. No idea. It's something like who told us to watch that? Uh. They, they, it's Julianne Moore. A, that's all I need. I'm okay. seeing it. Uh, is it a new movie? Yeah, it's it, it's like the movie that's out now. Okay, uh, uh, this is a slow time of season, man. This uh, is it's starting to pick up. Uh, Dumbo's out now. I want to see Dumbo. Uh, uh I also want to see the Beach Bum, which comes out this week. Which one's that? The one with Matthew McConaughey and Zac Efron, where they wear like oh yeah, ridiculous. that's coming out uh, this week. Or, uh, this yeah this week uh, this weekend I'm very excited about that I I heard that Dumbo and um and the Beach Bum were sort of in the same boat were like on like f- between fifty and sixty on Rotten Tomatoes Ooh. which sort of aligns with the time of year that they're coming out I suppose uh, but I'm still excited for both of them um uh the only thing I know about either of those is Arcade Fire has a song in Dumbo. I don't know if it's an original song or if they're singing like When I See an Elephant Fly or something like that. Uh, who knows? Gloria Bell is the name of the Julianne Moore movie. It is an hour and 42 minutes. It's rated R. It's a drama. Uh, it came out on March 8th, 2019. Let's see uh, what else we can pull up on it. Uh, quick side no, note. I think that, I think that uh, P-Times... They went away. away oh really on yeah like look, look at this well, well that's oh that is out i was just gonna say that's not out yet but it is out yeah saying what a, i can't see it it used to be you'd swipe up right and then i thought you kept swiping to the to, right I, yeah i thought you kept swiping like to the side here it has yeah so here where it has the cast oh crew, yeah that is where it used normally to be. you just swipe to the right Ooh. did so no more the no p more times go P. away i guess i don't know man if so cancel my subscription yeah and i don't i don't always get up during movies i just need to know that i have that option i had my first bad experience with the amc app today uh yeah yeah i i attempted to purchase 
Avengers Endgame tickets this morning. Everybody was making a big deal, like, oh, keep an eye on when these go on sale. Keep an eye on when Avengers Endgame tickets go on sale. They're going to sell it real quick. You're not going to be able to see it the opening weekend. I logged on Tuesday morning, 9 a.m. The AMC app wouldn't allow me to purchase the tickets. It was, like, basically down because of an overload. Apparently, they didn't anticipate the movie that everybody was talking about. Like, Apparently, they didn't anticipate everybody logging on for the movie that everybody was talking about when the tickets come out. When was the last time you heard about, like, hey, make sure you get your movie tickets two weeks before the movie comes out? Black Panther was the only one I could think of. Yeah, but that that wasn't, like, a crazy rush. Oh, yeah, there was. No, what? Like, I was able to drive to the theater I mean, this that is bigger. day. This is bigger. Yeah, like, it wasn't like wake up first thing in the morning to get your Black Panther tickets. Oh, yeah, it was. All the, the all the, the shows were sold out weeks in advance. I got mine in the afternoon. When so did you go least, to see it? Like, opening night. Or uh, or the fri- that Friday. Did you not see it in 3D or something? I don't, I don't no, know I what didn't it was. See it in 3D. I, I will tell you, I went to see it the day it came out. Like that Thursday or whatever, yeah. And those were, I'm sure it was, it was nightmare like, full. Like all I'm saying is that there wasn't like a hey, rush to get these or else you might not be able to see it. That I didn't get that feeling for Black Panther. This was the first time that I had like felt this since the last Avengers. And so I logged onto the AMC app. It wouldn't allow me to do it. It took me seven hours. Seven hours to actually purchase the tickets, and I didn't get them through the AMC app because I kept trying to refresh, and it, it still wouldn't work. Got a bunch of errors. It was happening for everybody. Ryan Lambert texted me, uh, like Scott McLaughlin I talked to. It didn't work for him either. So I ended up having to go through Fandango and then Oof. enter my AMC A-list subscription number, and then they applied the discount. But at that point, I was ready to actually just pay for right. them. Uh, finally worked. It took seven hours. That's twice as long as uh, Avengers the movie is going to be. I was going to say. Three hour long movie. That story took seven hours. <laughs> no. uh, uh, Gloria Bell, Gloria Julianne Moore, is a free spirited divorcee who spends her days at a straight laced office job. But get this her nights on the dance floor, joyfully <laughs> letting loose at clubs around Los Angeles. After meeting Arnold. John Turturro, on a night out, she finds herself thrust into an unexpected new romance filled with both the joys of budding love and the complications of dating, identity, and family. Rotten Tomatoes gives it uh, 93%. It's got a 41% audience score. Oh, shit. Perfect. Hell that yeah. Is just what I want. Uh, it also has Michael Sarah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that could be fun. Julianne Moore and uh, John Turturro seems like a weird pairing. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's good enough for Julianne Moore. Uh, have you seen us again? I have not. I'm have gonna you? see it again. I, I had a conversation with a coworker yesterday about it, and they were like peppering me with why I was wrong for saying just B plus. Like, oh, like they were on like the, it's an A plus train, right? They were like, have you considered this? Have you considered this? Have you considered this? Have you considered? And like, they threw like six things at me that I was like, okay, I will see it again. Okay, yeah, I feel like I'm I'm open to uh, bumping up my score, but I, I, I'm not open to saying that it's, like, perfect. Right. I feel like a lot of people are saying that it's, like, a masterpiece and it's perfect and... Um, yeah, I haven't kept I just, up as much uh, with how people are reacting. Yeah, I didn't... I feel like I, I got 95 is my, is my ceiling for that movie. Let's uh, see what it is on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. And, like, obviously that's a, that's a really high ceiling and... It doesn't have a ton of ways to go to get there, but I don't think it's perfect. 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, 70% audience score. Interesting. See, I think that's a, I mean, that's certainly lower than I would think, the, the audience score. But, uh, but I think like the meeting point between those is sort of where I'm at. Right, yeah. Um, I, 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 probably, I would say probably like I'm, I'm high 80s, and I think that's what I said last week. Yeah, that, that's what I yeah I said that it'd be like eighty seven something like yeah. that. But uh, higher hopes for Gloria Bell for sure, ladies and gentlemen, father. Hello, friends. Yeah. Yeah. Come on down. You look great. Hello. That I could not go wrong. Oh, and life was nothing but. 
But now I know the meaning of true love. Oh, I'm leaning on the everlasting arms. Check it out if I can see it. Then I can do it If I just believe it There's nothing to it Oh, I believe I can fly Yeah, I believe I can touch the sky I think about it every night and day I spread my wings and fly away Oh, I believe I can soar I see me running through that open door Oh, I believe I can fly I believe I can fly I believe I can fly Among other things Oh, see I was on the verge of breaking down Sometimes silence seems so loud There are miracles that I must achieve But first I know it starts inside of me Oh, oh, if I can see it Then I can be it If I just believe it Nothing to it. Oh, I believe I can fly. What's that sound? I believe I can touch the sky. I think about it every night and day. I spread my wings and fly away. Oh, I believe I can soar. I see him running through that open door. Oh, I believe I can fly. I believe I can fly, I, oh, I believe that I can metaphorically fly, oh, oh, but I'll tell you what, I'm gonna put a couple wings on this cruise ship, and I'm gonna send it up in the air, even though it's heavy as hell, yeah, because when I'm on the water, all I want to do is be like one of them seagulls, fly, fly, I want to reach up all these waters, oh, there's nothing to do that I can fly, I believe I can touch the sky, I think about it every night and day, I spread my wings and fly away, oh, I believe I can soar. I see me running through that open door Oh, I believe I can fly Oh, I believe it Oh, oh, I believe I can fly Oh, Merry Christmas, motherfuckers Oh, I don't care what religion you are I don't care if you can fly or not I don't believe if you grew up on the water I want to thank this man for doing some dubious things to start a music festival on the water. Oh, 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 I want to thank this Indian man for dressing up like Santa Claus. Oh, I want to thank Pizza for ever being available in the cafeteria. Thank you. Oh my God. Misty.